Saint Grace. The world's Tuesday blue plate special. One man in the next blue set. Don't you watch TV? Don't you know that God's a myth? I hate to see you waste your breath. Cause there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist. The praying man said amen and looked up from his blade. He said, you may not talk to God right now, but there's gonna come a day. Cause whether you're a farmer in the field, praying for the rain, or you curse a man at the graveside, cause the call to love wants name, you can thank him, you can blame him, either way you're gonna face it.
Well, good evening, everyone, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, Angie. I'm glad you're here with us. Hi. I hope everyone's had a wonderful, blessed Kingdom Day. That's what we've renamed today. Today is now Kingdom Day, and I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for tonight's topic, though. Pumpkins galore and oranges and lots of fun sweet stuff is in store for y'all i hope you enjoy um so how was your day angie good uh busy as usual but good how was yours um today for me was Interesting. Um, it was good. It was productive. Um, it was not as productive, I think, as yesterday and far as, as far as getting actual things done, but it was still a good day. So I'm, I'm very, very happy for that. And, um, it's just been, you know, I'm just feel so blessed that Father woke us up today and, and, you know, that's one of the best blessings I think any of us can ask for. It's just, a new chance to wake up and, and do his work today, right? Right. Well, guys, tonight we're going to be talking about, like I said, the um, pumpkins and some interesting tidbits about pumpkins. Um, I think we're going to talk about pumpkin rolls, oranges. And before we get into it, I just kind of want to um, want to touch a little bit about We'll go into the oranges first um, because I got a chance to try Angie's recipe, and I've posted the video for everyone. It's on Knickknacks, and it's in the Garden Channel. Um, but some benefits that I found out um, after looking, it was very amazing, the things that, you know, how me and you were talking about, Angie, with the pills, that most people, you know, toss away the pills and that's where most of the nutrients are, and orange peel is definitely one of those that you normally would toss because it's you can't just bite into an orange without peeling it first. The peel is very, very bitter, and it breaks your face out, and it's just not fun. So Angie told me this wonderful recipe that was handed down throughout her family by her grandma, and so she made it Saturday. I made it Sunday. And oh my goodness, my, like the RV smelled so good. And so before we talk about that, I'm going to talk about the benefits because I'm going to get sidetracked just thinking about it. Um, so when I was looking up some of the benefits of the orange peel, I found out that one tablespoon, which is six grams for those of you that don't have the standard, um, you know, system that we do here in America, but that's six grams. It has 14% of the daily value of vitamin C, which is three times more than the actual fruit itself. Um, I was very surprised that that was true. I was like, wow, because, you know, I've, I've heard where jalapenos contain more vitamin C than, than oranges do, but I did find out that that's mostly because we don't normally eat the 
the peels. So this was a way, um, this orange peel candy was a way for us to be able to eat the peels and get the benefits. Um, it also has four times more fiber, which all of us need in our diet. Um, none of us get enough fiber. And it also contains hesperidin, which is a type of flavonoid. A flavonoid is a plant-based compound that's in fruits and veggies. These compounds Excuse me, we've had a lot of rain today, so I'm very scratchy-throated. I'm very sorry. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Duncan. Good to see y'all in here, brothers. Um, but that larger group of that compound it falls into is antioxidants called polyphenols. Poly just means many. Um, and the way that it works is um, those polyphenols are a free radical scavenger. And so it goes through and... Um, helps get out those free radicals in the body. Like if you're a smoker, like I am, um, it will actually remove some of those free radicals. It will um, give you more oxygen in your bloodstream, and it also donates hydrogen. So it's also going to hydrate you as well, which is wonderful. Um, it blocks histamines and inflammation, and it's similar um, – to the medicine endomethacin, um, which is, it has some of the same properties as endomethacin. And I found that very, very interesting. Not only that, it also, um, the orange pills can lower the blood pressure, lower your cholesterol. It decreases inflammation, relieves allergy symptoms, and it can help because it does remove those free radicals. It can help remove cancers like breast cancer and lung cancer. And I found this very interesting because I found out through looking at some research studies that only foods that contain this, this vitamin C in it can do that. Supplements that you buy is not going to do that. And it actually increases your risk of developing cancer by 15%. Um, it's a teeth whitener. It brightens your skin. It will um, help reduce wrinkles and age spots. And that's why they use a lot of like facial cleansers will use orange or um, anything with oranges in it. So that way um, it will help brighten that skin. It also just the smell of the citrus helps wake you up. So if you're, you know, sleepy or whatever, it will help wake you up. It actually also helps to reduce uh, or to increase weight loss. So if you're trying to lose weight, oranges. Orange peels is really, really good for that. Um, and it also contains, I'm going to try to say this word as correctly as possible, polymethoxylated flavonoids, which are abbreviated PMF. That blocks the metastasis, uh, metastasis, sorry guys, cascade, which is something that that's how the rate it works is similar to reducing like your inflammation because when your body, and you may know this from having immune issues, your body, when your uh, immune system goes to fight off things, it tends to initiate a cascade effect and where it says, okay, there's something we need to go attack. Well, this kind of reduces that and that's how it helps reduce the inflammation, it helps reduce the allergies, and um, because it stops that. And see, a lot of those, when they build up over time, um, those can actually cause the constriction of your blood vessels 
And so that's how, because it stops that, that's how it's able to lower your blood pressure because they're opening up more. It's kind of like a, a, a water hose with your blood pressure. If you've got a hose that's kinked and, and we say like a kink, the kink is kind of like when your arteries start um, constricting, this keeps it from constricting so that it's open and it, it flows through better. By removing those free radicals, that's what lowers your cholesterol. So I found that very, very interesting. And it's the same thing with pumpkins, too, uh, because pumpkins do have vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin D, and um, zinc as well. Vitamin C will also help you if you have low iron. It's going to help increase the amount of iron that's absorbed by the body naturally so it's really amazing and i'm going to allow miss angie to kind of talk a little bit about this orange candy since she was the one that introduced me to it she can kind of tell y'all a little bit more about it i followed her instructions and let me just tell y'all guys though this candy is amazing it's so good that it's hard to believe it's actually good for you Uh, I can't promise it's a hundred percent good because it is a lot of sugar, but <laughs> um well honey is antibacterial though. Although true. the sugar that you coated in in the end, yeah, it may take away some, but <laughs> I, I see it as the benefit, kinda like the peanut butter cups, you know, the peanut butter has yeah. the the peanut but peanuts in it, which is a protein. So you get your protein while you get your extra dose of chocolate. Yeah, same with the chocolate-covered raisins for the extra iron. <laughs> exactly, exactly like that. Isn't it wonderful how that works? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was little, Grandma was big into waste not, want not. So instead of peeling oranges and throwing the rind away, Grandma would save them, and then she would make this candied orange peel, which as a kid, I don't think I really realized what I was eating I just knew it tasted good and grandma didn't make it often but boy oh boy was it good um so she used um three large oranges which is about two and a fourth pound only the peel not the inside and you slice them really really thin about a fourth of an inch and that ends up being about four cups um and then you Need three-fourths cup of water, two tablespoons. You can either use light corn syrup or honey. I use honey. Um, and then you need two and three-fourths cups of sugar. But you slice the peels um, so you get four cups. And then you put your orange peels in a saucepan, cover them completely with water, and you want to simmer them. You bring them to a boil. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You bring them to a boil and cook covered for 15 minutes. Um, and then you want to drain them off in a colander and then you put them back. You leave them in the colander, you boil the three fourths cup water, the syrup or honey, the two cups of sugar, and you want to stir it until it dissolves everything. Once it's dissolved, then you put your orange peels back in and this is where you simmer it for 35 to 55 minutes. You want them tender. Because at the end, you want them to kind of melt in your mouth, and they will if you wait long enough, which I did not this last batch, but they smelled good, and I wanted to try them. <laughs> um, so you wait until they're super, super tender, and then you let them 
kind of drip dry on a cooling rack with a pan underneath to get all the extra syrup and stuff to drip off. And then you let them sit on there for about an hour, two hours. But you want them to be tacky, but not still runny. And you want them tacky so that way you can coat them in the um, remaining sugar. I put like four or five slices in a bowl and kind of shake it up. And then I put it back on the drying rack and then you let it dry for another couple hours. So that way it attaches and it stays put. Um, and then you just enjoy them because they're delicious. Um, and they're kind of addictive to where you end up eating a lot more than you probably should at a time. Um, Oh, sorry, the kids just came back in the door, and I'm trying to keep the dog from going out. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's okay. But yeah, so I was going to do the orange cake um, after with the extra oranges that I had after I had um, cut the peels because it was just me here at the time. Brianna was at work, and Jack, he was um, he went up to the shop to work for a little bit, so it was just me, and I wound up eating the oranges as I'm stirring, <laughs> as I was stirring the syrups and making it. And then I wound up, I had like one orange left and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not making orange cake. <laughs> so well, we didn't time. get to we the orange cake, time. unfortunately. Uh, but I can't wait to try that recipe. It looks really, really good. Awesome. But yeah, super easy. Well, Easy it really is easy. It just takes time. That's the only thing. I mean, it was very, very easy. The recipe was easy to follow. Um, you know, me doing it for the first time and doing it in an RV where I'm limited on space. I was even able to um, to record as I did it. So that way I could share it with the others and, and be able to have it. And it was, it was super easy. Now, I didn't have um, one thing that I had is I have not got a large wire rack that would have been big enough without them falling through um, to hold it. So I used my dehydrator racks that I had purchased a few years ago, but they didn't fit. I have the Ninja Foodie that's got the um, the grill, the dehydrator, the air fryer, and I think it bakes and roasts. I don't know. It does all kinds of things. But I had bought these dehydrator racks, and unfortunately, they wouldn't fit in there. So I was like, okay, well, I can't use these for anything. And then I was going through that, and I'm trying to find something. And it actually worked really, really well um, to set them on. And then now the ones at the bottom, buddy, they really got a lot of the syrup on them. They were so good. But yes, it's hard to keep um, keep your hands out of them from eating them because they are. And I mean, you're smelling it and smelling that honey, and oh, it just smells so good. They are definitely delicious. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit too before we get onto the next thing. As far as like the flavonoids go, they improve your lipid metabolism. And lower the LDL, which is, you know, the bad cholesterol. That's the one you want to be low. I always think of that as like HDL high, you know, because of the age. And that one you want high. The LDL with the L low, that's the bad one. That's the one you want low. And so they actually are able to lower that, which, you know, they usually tell you to take fish oil supplements. But I've seen many of the supplements, it's, you know, everybody's wanting to take a quick fix for things and they don't 
get what they need out of their diet and out of the foods. And I think it's, it's become like I've talked about before, we're a society of convenience and just try to have everything now and fast. And that's why the old way I believe is going to be the way forward because those things are, are causing us so much harm. Well, you know, when you take a supplement or a pill, like I said, with, um, even with the cancer and things like trying to to get rid of um, like if you've got those free radicals in your body, those supplements like with the vitamin C, when you take that, that's going to increase your risk of lung and breast cancer. So it's very important to get that out of your food because the foods do decrease your risk, um, just like the food here. You know, the fish oil, somebody took a capsule and busted it open and they had it on a styrofoam i call them the fish the little fishing disposable coolers that you get i think they're like five dollars or probably 15 now with bite inflation probably but you know they used to be pretty inexpensive but someone had taken one of those and, and cut it open and squirted it on there and you would you know people have used these styrofoam coolers for fishing for I know at least 30 something years. I remember seeing my, my grandparents, they would be like the minnow buckets is what I think it started out with. And never, you know, did I ever see, you know, cause we clean them on them too sometimes. I mean, if you're depending on what you're doing, you're in a hurry trying to, you know, to get something clean before it starts going bad, then, you know, you just do it right there and make use of what you've got and kind of MacGyver style it. And, that never, I never noticed it burning in through it, but these fish oil capsules, and I can't say it's all of them, but uh, when I saw that and saw the fish oil actually burning and melting the styrofoam, I was, I was floored. I was like, wow, how in the world is that able to happen? Because it just doesn't, it just doesn't seem right, especially when they're telling you to to do this, to take these supplements. And that's one of the biggest things like vitamin D that the doctors are constantly pushing on us. But these supplements are causing a lot of the issues that we're seeing along with, you know, like the parasites and stuff we've discussed before. So this is a natural way to lower those bad cholesterols. And and, and it's not going to cause your body harm because it's, it's food that you're meant to have. Um, it, it prevents the hardening and the thickening of the arteries, which is called atherosclerosis. And it does not, it, it will slow clotting the hesperidin, which is the, the actual, um, flavonoid, flavonoids, flavonoids. I'm not saying that right. The flavonoids, whatever, polyphenols, um, that hesperidin will, it will slow your blood clotting and it will, increase your risk of bleeding if you do take a blood thinning medication. So be careful if you do have issues with like blood clotting, use caution with it. But I would say, you know, you're probably a lot safer eating the food than, you know, taking all kinds of other stuff that's just going to make you sicker. Um, it also will improve the endothelial function. So like in between your blood vessels and your cell tissue, you have an endothelium and it will improve that. So it also helps. That's how it, um, 
will help like with anybody with nervous disorders because you're actually getting more blood flow. You're getting more signals going through the body that's traveling the way it should. It's improving that circulation. It will improve your memory. It can even actually um, help treat menopause symptoms. It preserves the bone health and and women that are postmenopausal. Um, and because it does support a healthy blood system and blood vessels, it's going to defend against the heart disease, which most women, that's the leading cause of death among postmenopausal women. Um, because it's also able to reduce inflammation, it manages so many other symptoms that are re- associated with um, PMS and being postmenopausal, like hot flashes and the fluid retention. Uh, they did a study that found, along with the phytoestrogens, vitamin E, and evening primrose oil, the hesperidin and vitamin C can be effective in treating the hot flashes in menopausal women. In a 2019 report, it also showed on the neuroprotective effects. It um, preserves the function of the neural tissue damages that is caused by different agents, as well as protecting protects against neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, Huntington's disease, multiple sclerosis. They've done some small clinical trials because, you know, they don't want to give out too much money on these trials because big pharma pays for most of the stuff that our government runs tests on. And there's all that back pocket money being transferred. And so they're not going to, they don't want to have us go more natural. They want to have us go pharmaceutical and take that quick fix pill and so there's not a ton of tests but there are some small clinical trials that have found that that um, hesperidin has that compound in it the phenolic compound has a benefit of cognitive function in healthy older adults because it is able to help protect the brain and the neurons from oxidative stress and inflammation So then your brain also gets an increase of blood flow, which improves your cognition and your memory. Um, And if you want to just look for yourself on this, there's a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition that found that eight weeks of orange juice supplementation um, and among older adults, it actually attenuated the cognitive decline markers. So that is out there. Um, fruits that contain or the, some of the richest sources for the hesperidin, of course, was, you know, the oranges and pure orange fruits like the sweet and the bitter types, uh, grapefruit, lemons, limes, tangerine, peppermint, actually, believe it or not. Um, doesn't matter if it's fresh or dried. It could be either one. And so I thought that was really, really wonderful. Now, I also can say that anyone that has issues with like varicose vein or any kind of digestive um, issues, it's going to help with your digestion because it's going, because of the fiber, it's got the four times more fiber. It's going to help if you suffer from constipation, if you suffer from diarrhea and, and with constipation comes what people don't like to talk about hemorrhoids. So It's going to help because you're not having to strain in order to have a bowel movement. It's going to help to actually be able to keep everything flowing the way it should. So I think it's just, it's all around. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to have.
Oh, Tam, prayers for you, darling. Please be careful and please keep us updated. Um, definitely go go check on your brother, okay? We love you and we're going to pray for you right now. So if y'all bow your heads with me, we're going to pray for Miss Tam. Heavenly Father, I pray that Tam's brother that's going to the hospital, to the ER right now, that you wrap your hands around him, that you comfort the family said so they're not scared. Uh, I pray, Father, that you keep any harm from him, that no evil is going to be allowed to to cause him any any issues, that you are with all of the, the medical professionals that will have their hands on him. And, and we pray for a speedy, fast recovery. Father, we know that you love all of your children, and so we ask that you are with with Tam right now and with her family and just lift up her brother in Jesus Christ's name. I pray. Amen. Okay. Sorry guys. I just, when something like that happens, um, I, I definitely want to make sure we pray and cover them right then and there because I am one that definitely needs the, the extra vitamin C because my memory is not great. So when I see someone that needs prayers, I pray. But, yes, so it's got a lot of different um, good benefits, the least of which, I mean, it's going to whiten your teeth as well. But, um, you know, all of these other health benefits from the whole circulatory system, the nervous system, and that's where a lot of our issues stem from um, when we do start having problems is there's there's something backing up somewhere. There's... Um, a block, so to speak, if you want to say it, like a traffic jam. And if you get too many cars in one traffic jam, it's going to cause another traffic jam in a different area. And that that jam's going to back up somewhere else. So this kind of keeps everything flowing and moving properly and smoothly. And so I found that very, very interesting. I love when we have our Monday nights because you get to bring all of the recipes and food stuff. And, and I'll bring all the, the health-related stuff to it. So, Angie, what else? Um, you were going to talk about pumpkins, right? Yeah. Let's talk about some pumpkins now on Kingdom Day. All right. So, for pumpkins, um, I actually had a free plant come up in my garden this year, and we kind of let it go just to see what it was going to be, and it ended up being mini pie pumpkins, um, which was awesome. So, I bake off my pumpkins to use for my pumpkin puree. Um, because if you didn't know, uh, what you buy, the canned pumpkin in the store is not actually pumpkin, it's butternut squash. Um, I'm, my guess is, is that they would rather use the pumpkins to sell for jack-o'-lanterns and decoration, aside from mass producing it, because Let's be honest, not too many people go for the squash, um, yes. but you also are not, you're not able to can pumpkin, and by the, same with squash, you really can't can squash either because of the acidity in it. There isn't very much of any. Um, that's why when you can, you use vinegar, lemon juice, um, tomatoes have a lot of acid, so you just put salt in it, um, because if you don't have the right acidity, you can actually grow botulism in your canning, and that makes you super, super, super sick. Um, so I freeze my pumpkin 
um, because obviously I want it safe to eat for my family and myself. Um, so when I harvest my pumpkin, I cut them in half and I scoop all the gooeyness out of the middle. Um, and then you actually just put them on a baking sheet and pop them in your oven um, and turn on your oven for about an hour and they'll be like you can stick a fork right through the rind and everything. And then you can scoop the pumpkin right out of the rind. It usually, the rind just kind of peels off all on its own. Um, and then I just put it in a food processor and just really blend it. And then when I freeze it, I um, vacuum seal it in two cup portions. So that way when I go to bake anything, whether it be pie, pumpkin roll, anything like that, I know how much is already in that bag. And that's usually enough to make three pumpkin rolls or a pie or whatever I decide to use it for. Um, so that's kind of a good thing too. And they're not hard to grow. They're not expensive to grow. Um, and they're a lot healthier because you think if I can't can it in my house safely, I can't imagine all the extra crap they put in it, into it in order to make it shelf stable for as long as they do in the store. And I would rather just make it on my own and make my own um, <clears throat> just because, I mean, I really don't know what they're putting in it, to be honest. And um, like I said, it's easy enough. It's, it's like anything else. Um, you have to wait for the pumpkin to grow. So it's patient. You have to wait. You know, you have to take the time to scoop the guts out and scoop the seeds out. And then you have to take time to bake it and peel it. And yes, it is a time consuming process, just like everything else. But I know where it came from. I know what's in it. And I know that when I'm making a pumpkin pie, it truly is a pumpkin pie. Or if I'm making pumpkin rolls, it really is a pumpkin roll. Um, so that's kind of, that's how I go about it anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's, that's my deal on fresh pumpkin. Um, but I do have, I make pumpkin rolls from scratch, um, along with many, many other yummy treats. Um, so I can give you guys the recipe for that. Um, and then maybe put together a video or try to figure out how to do like a live room kind of with video maybe a zoom or something um pumpkin rolls are actually really easy to do um time consuming but easy um so for the for the actual pumpkin roll itself you take three bit three eggs and you beat it at high speed for three minutes and then you beat in one cup of sugar two-thirds cup pumpkin and then a teaspoon of lemon juice and you stir together three-fourths cup flour, one teaspoon baking soda, or I'm sorry, one teaspoon baking powder, two teaspoons cinnamon, a half a teaspoon nutmeg, and a half a teaspoon of salt. And then I take a cookie sheet that has like raised edges on it, and I put parchment paper on it because it's just easier. <laughs> um, and then I pour the batter into that, and you put it in the oven at 375 for 15 minutes. And then while that's baking, you lay down a, like a hand towel for the kitchen um, and you sprinkle it with powdered sugar so that way it doesn't stick. And as soon as it comes out of the oven, you flip it onto the, uh, onto the towel 
and then you peel off the parchment paper and then you want to roll it up in the towel and then you put it in the fridge and let it cool and while it's in the in the refrigerator cooling for the filling you use a cup of powdered sugar six ounces of cream cheese which i just do whatever the black is i think it's eight ounces um, four tablespoons of butter and a teaspoon of vanilla and you whip it all together and then I add food coloring because my mom always did depending on the holiday it was either green or red or orange or whatever just to spice it up a little <laughs> um, and then once the pumpkin roll is completely cooled you unroll it and you frost it and then you re-roll it and it's it's good to go um, and they do not last long in my house at all between my kids and myself. Um, I would say I'm probably the worst one for eating the most of it. Um, I would be too. Uh, pumpkin <laughs> and cream cheese. <laughs> I mean it doesn't get too much better than that to me because I absolutely love pumpkin but I had no idea you know what you were saying about I didn't know I real I didn't realize I liked butternut squash as well as I did because you know I always got the pot the pumpkin pie feeling and and did it the easy fast way because you know mother, especially like too when you're making um, anything with pumpkin like scooping it out it does reduce down a lot so it does take a lot more and to buy them you know they are they are get they get pricey. Um, to get as much. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just do the pumpkin pie feeling. I never knew I liked butternut squash as good as I did. So that was kind of interesting or, you know, because I never, I didn't think about it about how you can't, you know, the pumpkin acidity isn't high enough. So you can't really, you can't preserve it, not without getting sick. So that is wonderful. Now I did find a recipe. I've not tried it yet, but I did find something that I do want to try. I know a lot of people with your pumpkins, we tried to, to not waste and help you to keep from wasting things, especially in the Biden economy where we're at right now, um, where it seems like we're going to be paying a day's salary for just some bread ingredients. Um, Pumpkin seeds, if you want to use pumpkin seeds, which definitely have vitamin D, vitamin A, and zinc, you can actually add them to your oatmeal, um, cook them, add them to your oatmeal, or roast them, whatever, add them to your oatmeal, and then put in some uh, raisins, some pumpkin pie spice, or allspice, some maple syrup, and some date nuts, and I was like, hmm, I saw that, and I was like, I want to try that, that might be something I do. Pretty soon, because, you know, the, the pumpkins will definitely be probably clearance tomorrow now. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to try that. That'll be yummy. And a pie pumpkin. So like does anyone have any questions in the chat that they want to ask or, or anything that you want to know a little bit more about regarding um, pumpkins or the orange? Candy or anything like that. No. Well, I'm going to read a little bit more information here. Um, Sorry, my husband left something in now, and so I got a little distracted. 
I'm also going to put all of this information in the Knickknacks channel on Telegram, and uh, so that way we have it there. And I just did start the. Um, I've got the YouTube channel getting started. It's still uploading that video. I my signal here is not very good, so it does take a little while for that to come through. Unfortunately, um, I did want to talk about the white stuff since we were talking about the oranges. So I was trying to figure out um, during my research what this word was. It's called an orange pith, and that is you know the white peeling part that's on the orange. When you're, um, you know, you go to peel it, you've got that orange inside part. Yeah, oh, yes, he was asking about the long-term storage of that. Go ahead and, um, Angie, because you know the best way on that. Can you, because these probably already in bed. She's um, in whale, so she is definitely way above as far as time goes, ahead of us, like six hours, I think. So can you discuss the, um, the long-term storage of it? And the orange peter? Um, for my grandma, she wrote down um, store peels in an airtight, airtight container for up to a month, or you can bag it and freeze it. Can y'all hear so Angie? You can put it in like a glass jar. What was that? Can you guys hear me? Okay, good. <laughs> um, so you, Grandma just put that you can store it in an airtight container for up to a month, or you can bag it and freeze it. Um, I know as kids, um, we didn't we uh, we didn't let it last longer than a month, but there was a lot of grandkids, so. Um, that probably didn't help either, <laughs> but, uh, you can freeze it if you want to do a lot. Um, I did four oranges that were pretty good size and, um, it made, I want to say like six cups of orange peel slices. So there was quite a bit for one batch that I did about a batch and a half. Um, so, I mean, it does make a decent amount for only a couple oranges. Um, but if you wanted to make one mess like I do a lot and make a huge batch, then you'd be able to freeze them or um, store them in like a glass jar or something with a lid for about a month. Awesome. Yeah, I was um, I got to, I saw her comment in there in the garden room and. It's like, I don't think they're going to last that long here, but I know she does like to, um, especially where she's at, um, she likes to go ahead and make things and have it kind of like you do, Angie, keeps it, you know, made up in advance and things like that. So thank you for answering that, although I, I missed part of it because one of my AirPods decided to go kaput. I hope my sound is good for y'all now. Uh, not on anything but just the phone mic so i hope it's not echoing great thank you jeff um as far as the white skin stuff that's called pith p-i-t-h 
and it's the white spongy substance that you see when you peel an orange. And you can kind of think of it like the, um, it's kind of the connective tissue of the orange. It's actually really, really good for you to eat it because it's high in vitamin C as well. Um, and it actually contains, like the skin does, like the, the orange peel, it has the same amount of, um, the immune boosting vitamin as the fruit does itself. So you're, if you get, if you eat both, especially if you're eating the fruit, um, with the, the white skin, the pith on it, as well as the orange peels with this candy, then you're getting so much extra, um, just an extra boost instead of just not, you know, instead of just peeling it off. I used to peel that off and toss it because it was, it was a texture thing. I'm a texture type person, but I did notice that a lot of it stayed on the fruit when I cut it because I cut mine. Um, I didn't cut all the way through the fruit, but I cut it. So the knife went down in like to the flesh, but not through the flesh and I did that in fourths and then I went through each one of those fourths and then and did, you know, divided those in half and then um, peeled them off. So most of the the white pith actually stayed on there. So it didn't actually stay on the orange, but that is actually a very good thing to eat as well on there. Um, it does say that the the FDA recommends that we get at least 25 grams of fiber a day, which None of us, I don't think, eat that amount. I know I don't. Uh, so I found that very interesting just to kind of go with adding with that skin part how how well it works. And actually helps you. And, and all this, the, the good benefits of it is so amazing that I was, I was floored. I was like, wow, this is great because I love oranges. I love citrus in general. So... I found it very, very helpful. Um, and then, like I said, if you've got, especially during allergy season, that's why they tell you, oh, go eat some oranges. Well, it's because the orange peel or oranges, but especially the peel, it prevents the release of those histamines by blocking that cascade response. Um, and that's what endomethacin will do as well, except for this, you get the actual natural um absorption so you're not getting all the fake extra stuff that who knows what they're putting in there you know they're spraying our skies with all kinds of things and that's why it's important to um before y'all start doing this to make sure to wash your um your oranges in vinegar what i did with mine is the same pot that i used to boil them in because i used a two-quart pot i had them um I just let them soak in there for a little bit and then used a, I have one of the Norwex um, fruit and veggie cleaning cloths that I got in a long time ago and I don't have to use it that often and I do use it when I, I'm washing off those fruits. But if I grow it myself, I don't because there's not that waxy substance on there and there's also not the the actual um, any pesticides and stuff when I grow it here. But if you are doing it, at home and um, you didn't grow the oranges yourself and don't know exactly as far as what might have been sprayed on them, then definitely make sure to wash them off with some vinegar 
and uh, vinegar and I guess vinegar and water would be fine because that's what I did. Angie had told me about that. So I made sure to do that at the beginning. And that, I mean, it was very easy. I just kind of let them soak in there and use the cloth to clean that off. Hey, Punky. Sorry, babe. You've just called us kind of at the end, but it's going to upload just in a, just a little bit. You're going to love this episode um, because it was so full of lots of information. And Angie gave us some wonderful recipes for pumpkin rolls and the the orange candy, orange peel candy. And then there's a um, pumpkin seed oatmeal recipe as well. And just a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, well, Angie, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to, to close up. I probably won't do the long after chat tonight. Um, I'm ready to eat some dinner and just kind of relax a little bit. Bards FM is going to be on at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and he was talking about the episode is going to be called Soul Cocooning. I believe is what the name of it was. And then after uh, Bards FM, then is Kilted Christian at 1030. I'm hoping I can stay awake for both. Uh, I'm praying I can. It's been a long day, so maybe I can. But I appreciate you um, giving us all this wonderful information and just sharing these recipes with me and with everyone else here that's, you know, live and the ones that may be listening later on. It's such valuable, good information. And. I think that it's very important, you know, because, like I said, we were going to have to go back to go forward. And so a lot of us, oh, Kilton's not going to be on tonight. Well, I guess I don't have to worry about staying up. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. So there'll be Bards FM then at 9 p.m. X-Nay on the Kilt today at 1030. And then Fishers of Man, I guess, at midnight. Um, but I definitely appreciate all of you and, and, and being here and just taking your time out of your day to, to listen and learn with us because there's a lot of things that, like myself, you know, we're having to, to learn and, and go back to, um, to go forward. Fortunately, you were, you were able to, to get it younger than what I was. I was into all the material stuff and the convenience. So it's taken me a little bit, but, I did get to watch some of my um, my aunts and my grandmother do a lot of things um, from scratch. So I was able to get the basics on that. And then I love I love cooking. So and that's what I used to do for a little bit. So it's very enjoyable. And we're going to go ahead and pray, pray this out and I will play. A song. Yeah, you don't cook, Jeff. We'll pass it on to your wife, and then she can make you some of those orange uh, sliced candies. They're so good. Or maybe I'll toss some in if I have enough in. I didn't make it to the post office today to send you some jam. Ah, okay. So, I mean, if they last till tomorrow at lunch, <laughs> I will send you some up there. Um, they were very easy, very good. Um, it did take a little bit of time, but they were so delicious. So if y'all will bow your heads and we'll go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time that you allowed us to gather together here tonight to worship you and to just be able to kind of go over, you know, things about the different foods and, and learn how to make new things. So we're not wasting things either. It's amazing how much that, that we waste so many times that we didn't even realize that 
I appreciate you giving us this time, Father, and you giving us Angie and blessing us with her and her wonderful knowledge and the recipes of her family members. Um, Father, we ask that you, again, lift up Tam's brother as he's going into the hospital, to the ER, that we pray that nothing serious is wrong and and that everyone that is around him, that's taking care of him, that we just pray for their, their guidance with their hands on him and that he, he recovers as fast as you can allow him to heal. Father, we, we pray for our children out there, um, especially today of all days when so many are sacrificed to too many evil, um, satanic worshipers that, that need to find you, Father. And, and we know that they can. So, Father, we pray you come into the lives of these people and, and you turn them around because we know it's that anyone can repent and rebuke all of this evil. We pray that you are with all of our friends and our family all across the world, that you just give them a reminder of your promise. You give them the discernment to, when they go through their life to, to see things and to hear the things that they need to see and hear. And Father, I just pray that you lift up everyone that's in this chat now and that will be listening later. If they don't know you yet, Father, I pray that they come to know you, that you touch them and something that's said here today resonates with them and will touch them later on. We thank you for your son who, who died on the cross for us, for our salvation, that we are able to repent and be eternally saved. And it's in his mighty name, in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, I pray everybody has a wonderful, blessed night. I'm going to go ahead and just play our closing music and i will um so the next episode of knickknack will be on wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time tomorrow um tuesday and thursday is sister on scripture which was or uh our sister danica kind of gave me that one so duncan and jeff you got a sister on scripture now uh, i, I love the name i thought it was great uh, so we're going to have that at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And that's on Tuesday and Thursday. You can find us on Telegram at Nikki's Nets on Telegram. And we will see you later. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed night. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.
Sister.